spoken before about why you shouldn't give two hoots if your podcast guests don't share their episodes. But I've also said that there's no reason not to make sharing as easy and pleasant as possible for your guests so that if they choose to and are able to, it's fast and easy to promote the episode they joined you for. And that really means preparing a guest swipe kit. And it's something that a lot of shows get really, really wrong. So I'm talking today about common guest sharing materials mistakes and how to make your sparkle on the Business Podcast Blueprint show. All right, swipes. If you've been a guest on a podcast, you've probably gotten a sharing package or guest kit or swipe file. At least I certainly hope that you have. It can go by many names, but what it means is a pile of information and assets that you can use to share the episode that you appeared on. And it sounds simple, right? You know, just give the guest what they need to share. But getting it right isn't always that easy. I can't tell you how many times I've been a guest and wanted to share an episode, but I didn't know if the show was live or when it would be. I didn't have any assets to send unless I made them myself, and I didn't know what URL would be the best to promote. You name it, I was guessing, and, you know, then maybe I would tweet or something, but if it's not easy to share, I'm probably not going to take the trouble to go out of my way to do it. On the other hand, I have gotten lovely swipe kits full of helpful assets and information that made it really easy to share on the channels in the past or at other times I've been active on, or even to send an email to my list or tell people personally, hey, I was on this cool thing, you've got to check it out. So when you're aiming to make it easy for a guest to share their episodes, you have to be thinking like your guests as well as the host of a show. Your guest doesn't know anything about your editorial calendar or your strongest social platforms or your brand guidelines or what sites and services you're the most anxious to promote and develop. To easily share, a guest needs clarity and content. And that means at a minimum in a swipe file, you want to include the date the episode goes or went live the specific URL or URLs that you would like shared, any images, graphics, or audiograms you want to promote, and any content or copy you want included. Now, people may or may not use any particular element of it, but including it makes it easy to do if they so choose. You can get as extensive with these as you want. Some people like to provide embed codes to make it easy to share an episode player on the guest website. Some people like to send emails that can be copy-pasted into either an autoresponder or just used in Gmail or the normal email account to send friends, family, and colleagues. So at One Stone Creative, we've done all of these at different times and for different clients, but the real key that we found over the years is to make creating the swipe file a part of your podcast production process so that it's not a huge extra task that you've got to do when you've got a really important guest. It's just a thing that you do when you produce an episode and reaching out to the guest and making sure they have everything they need is part of post-production the same way editing the show or promoting it on your own social channels is. So let's look at the steps that are involved in creating a really good swipe file. Step number one is, as always, look at your big picture and set your goals. Are you actively seeking new listeners for your show? Are you anxious to make the best possible impression on your guests for networking and relationship building purposes? Is there a particular social media platform that you're trying to develop and expand your presence on? Your own goals for your show should direct the rest of your efforts. And if you're going to be making a swipe file, you might as well use that time to make the assets you can share for yourself too. So consider where you need to put the most energy in terms of creating assets for your swipe kit. Is it going to be really about making it easy to promote widely on a bunch of different channels or really narrowly, but deeply on one specific channel? Or is your priority just making the guest feel appreciated and building that relationship in other ways? Whatever is the most important to you should be reflected in what you send to your guests after they have joined you on the show. So step two, once you've got that decided, is to make your templates. 
Whatever type of media you're going to send, you want to have a template that can be easily customized as part of the post-production process so that getting swipes together doesn't take an eon every single week. If you have a designer, get them on it. At a minimum, you're going to want a blog-appropriate header, which can double as a YouTube video background, graphics for Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram, maybe a few variations of each so that you can accommodate different types of headshots and imagery or different lengths of quotations. You want to make it really easy to create the most appropriate and the most compelling swipes for each individual episode. You also want to prepare text templates. That includes posts and captions for YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. Particularly important is to include your standard links to what you want promoted, your website, podcatcher that you're really trying to develop, and any hashtags that you use regularly, as well as your own social media links, all pre-linked as much as possible. The actual content of the swipe can change from episode to episode, but that framing around it, the URL, your social links, your website links, those are going to be the same every single time. And they should be right in those templates so that it's really easy for you to do and less easy for you to forget, which is definitely a thing that can happen. Step three is another template. And this one is equally, if not more important than your graphic templates or your post templates. And this is the swipe delivery email template. So absolutely, in my opinion, the most important of them all. This is the email that you're going to send to your guest to say, hello, I was so happy to talk to you. Here is an abundance of resources I created to make your life easy. Obviously, you're not going to say exactly that. So here's an example of one that we regularly use. Now, you're going to find this copied out directly in the show notes. Please go ahead and steal it. Use it with my blessing. So the subject is your episode of my podcast. Hi, guest name. Thank you again for joining me on my podcast. I enjoyed our conversation, particularly your tip about the specific content that they mentioned. Your episode is live as of this morning, and it's called title of the podcast episode. If you are sending this in advance, provide the date that it will be live. Here's a blog post URL where the notes and episode can be found. It's also available on all of the main podcatchers if you just look for the name of the podcast. Here's an easy link to share that includes most of the major players. Now here's where if you're releasing on the day it's live, or if you're sharing this on the day it's live, you can include a pod.link of your podcast. It's super handy. I'll write a little note about them in the show notes as well. Back to the template. I've included some text social shares for you below. You can use them if that's convenient or feel free to rewrite and edit them so that they work for you. I've also included the graphics and audiogram we'll be using to promote on our end as well as an embed code if you'd like to place it on your own site. I'd love to have you back on my podcast again in the future. And another sidebar, this is a great place where you can invite your guests to join you for something else or maybe share a resource that you think is valuable or let them know of something else fascinating that you have going on. Anything that'll build and extend the relationship and give you another opportunity to network and talk and get to know this person, it's a really good thing to include in this email. So then you just go ahead and beneath the email, maybe beneath your signature and final goodbye, write out the text shares. Maybe you could organize them by the platform that they'll be on and make sure to include the links to your blog or preferred podcatcher so that in those swipes themselves, the people don't have to cobble together different parts of the email. Make sure to remember to attach any graphics and audiograms and other goodies and then send that on the day of or before release. You're good to go. So step four, let's get a little bit more technical and process oriented. Now, of course, you want to encourage as much sharing as is possible and, you know, convenient and working within someone's schedule. Assuming there are no great reasons for someone not to share your episode, which is totally fine and can totally happen. But I found one of the best ways to encourage that sharing is to set kind of hopes and expectations right during the booking process when you're at the beginning of the relationship before you've ever had the episode. So in our scheduling link to book a call or book a conversation on the Business Podcast Blueprint Show, there's a question that reads, if it's possible for you to share your episode once it's published, what social platforms would be the best for us to create some content for? 
Now, important here is that this isn't a demand. It leaves open the possibility that sharing is not going to happen, that it won't be convenient or possible. It just considerately asks, well, I hope it's considerately asked, for what content they would find the most useful for the platforms that they're on. You can refer to this when you're preparing the guest file to send someone after the fact and give them exactly what they said would be helpful. And I found that people have been really, really receptive to it in that question in the booking form. People have said, oh, I'm happy to share whatever you send me, or it's like, oh, we're super active on LinkedIn, excited to help share. So far, I've found that to be really, really nice. And people have shared the episodes that they've been on, which has been lovely. Of course, it's not going to happen in every single instance. But as I've spoken about in a previous episode, which we will link to in the show notes, sometimes guests don't share and that's completely fine. So while you're in there messing with your booking calendar, you might as well add questions and places for people to provide you links or uploads of their headshot and bio. You don't really want to have to be scrambling for those while you're writing your notes and making your graphics. So make it part of the booking process to get all of that information that you need to do your post-production and asset development work. Now, step five is another kind of process-oriented one because we are thinking about it as show creators rather than just marketers. So you want to think about the different touch points, the different people on your team, or maybe the third-party service provider that you're working with, who's touching the different elements and who is doing the different things, and at what point in the process should your swipe file assets be created. So for example, if you create audiograms, those should probably be chosen and pulled out by your audio editor if possible. If you do text shares, then the person in charge of show notes should be developing them while the notes are being written, while the content is all fresh in their mind. The graphics and audiograms need to be created before the episode goes live, so there should be a plan in place for guest shares to be created and organized so that they're really easy to send on the day of or in advance of release. Now, there can be a bunch of different people involved in this, and you might want to experiment or you might have to experiment with a bunch of different ways to arrange who is doing what and is there a review process and what about QA and, you know, are these templates actually working the way we want to? So it's going to take a few episodes, maybe more, to get everything running perfectly smoothly. But if you start out with the intent to systematize the creation of a really good sweat file and, you know, work towards developing those high quality templates or get them designed, then eventually it's just going to become a normal part of production. And you're going to be making a really good impression on guests with the quality of your assets and the breadth of this file that you're providing just as part of what you normally do in running your show. So the very, very last step is to customize the delivery email and send it. Now, this is something that the host can do if they have the bandwidth. It is really, really good for relationship building. So if you're the host of your own show or if you're a marketing manager or an assistant and you want to draft it and then give it to the host to send, that can be a great option that's really good for relationship building. But if that's not possible and sometimes it's not, then have the person on the team who, you know, does the management, maybe who does your guest booking or your schedule management or the third party service provider, send that email to the guest on behalf of the host and CC the host on the email so that they can easily reply with a little personal note and a thanks once it has been sent. That can be a bit easier for some people to manage. And I guess at this point, it would be remiss if I did not mention that One Stone Creative has a new guest concierge service where we can help with scheduling and preparing guests, providing pre-interview and research notes, and then creating and sharing the swipe file with your guests. The link for that is in the show notes, and I'd be excited to talk to you if that is of interest to you. Now, going through all of the steps, thinking about the show and the life cycle of the episode from the perspective of your guests, making sure that the guests that you have on your show have the content and the clarity about when the show is releasing and what you want shared and the assets they need to do it as much as possible. And then adding all of these things to your podcast production and post-production processes so that you don't have to think about them. They're just part of the way you produce your show. And you build that network and you get that social traction out there and maybe you get new audience and listeners. Hopefully that's all going really, really well. After hearing all of this, 
You might be thinking, oh my gosh, this is too much. Do I have to send a swipe file? And the answer is no, of course you don't. As the host of a show, your job is to be a gracious host. Have a good conversation, edit it well, and promote the show on your own once it's live. But if you are hoping that your guests are going to share your show and you're going to ask them to do so, for goodness sake, don't make them hunt down their own URLs. So that's all I've got for you this week, folks. See you next time where I'm chatting with Jacqueline Schiff all about podcast content repurposing. The Business Podcast Blueprint is hosted by me, Megan Doherty, and developed in collaboration with my business partner, Audra Casino. The show is produced by Erwin Galino and Jensen Galino, managed by Darla Fields, and the notes and assets are written by Hazel Ann LaFortune. If you are thinking about a podcast for your company, I would love to talk, especially about guest concierge. You can get in touch via any contact form on onestonecreative.net. That's O-N-E stonecreative.net. 